millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And we have been live today from the George Pub in Twickenham with our good friends at Green King ahead of the Rugby World Cup final. With that in mind, we had two World Cup winners with us, Kieran Bracken and Steve Thompson from 2003. They were on good form. You'll hear a little bit of that chat. Martin Kellner uh, as well. He had a week of sport on TV. Well, we didn't want one show, but it was good. And, and we can never do an outside broadcast without Andy Smart being here, our old friend. And uh, he joined in and we had some fun with him. We certainly did. Uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Well, good afternoon, Paul. And normally when we do an outside broadcast, I tell you about our journey, but yeah. uh, I only live 15 minutes away. Yeah, well, even <laughs> though it took you an hour and 15 it minutes. It did. It took me longer than it does to get to London Bridge, which don't, I wasn't very happy don't about. Don't tell me that story. It's a bit boring. A bit dry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's I very, very dry. I live completely the other side of London. You were the one who was <laughs> you got moaning. Hit, you got hit quicker. It's great, isn't it? I know. What can you do? Never mind. It's great to be here in Twickenham. Yeah, yeah it's great. I'm, you did threaten, just before we came on here, you threatened to do the whole show as Bill McLaren, <laughs> which would have been massively annoying. It would, it would have been terribly... I can't even do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been to Twickenham three times. I went to the varsity match. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was a kid. Mm. I went to the rugby league final where oh, I saw yeah. Martin Kellner. Okay. And I went to the All Blacks. Was he playing? <laughs> he wasn't. He was a spectator. Yeah. And it was fun. And I, uh, the crowd were much better than the time I went to the uh, the Autumn International against the All Blacks. Where I sat in the posh bit. I didn't like the people. Didn't like there. the posh bit. I thought it was a bit posh. Okay. And talking of that, it's very interesting. A lot of people have made, gone to a fantastic effort to be in Japan tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, teacher Anne Wheeler, for example, 27, gave up her job. Uh, gave, up her, a, gave up her job as a teacher? Yeah. She said no school's going to give six, teacher six weeks off. So she went to Japan. She's oh, cost okay. her five grand. I thought you meant just for the final no, but people, a bit Steve, the top. Steve Lawrence he's managed to get a ticket and he's got there and these wonderful tales of yeah. people who have done anything. and then we hear about uh, Prince Harry Prince Harry he's a honoured guest he has a giant red carpet he'll buy any spares <laughs> yes he, he's, uh, he's, he's got, got a giant a red giant carpet red. on there how's he carrying that that's the voice of Andy Smart but <laughs> Hello. I'm yeah. Yeah. he says he'll cover the walk from his limo to the what the red carpet to the <laughs> VIP entrance he wants a tent not a he'll, red carpet a source, said, he, a source <laughs> said he'll get the best of everything better than Eddie Jones, and you think, you know what, your life is pretty good, isn't it? You, you know think what I mean? so? Oh, you know. yes. He's got I to be there so. flying the flag for the Royals. No, isn't it's he? a pretty nice one, isn't it? You know, you haven't got to worry about getting to the airport. You haven't got to worry about you know booking your tickets, and it's all done for you. Turn up and you see. You know, it's also, if you're going to have a royal representative, 
Yeah. Out of, you have tins, don't you? You have Mike Tins. I would have said you so. You don't send Prince Harry. <laughs> yeah. You have someone who's got a bit of skin in the game, really. I don't quite get that. Uh, Andy, good to see you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Do you like the description as the regimental goat of outside uh, broadcast? I'll take that, yeah. 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 There's, there's only a couple I've missed, I think, yeah. in the last 20 years. That's true, actually. You, you have a broad love of all sports. And Any so sport, is yeah. Is rugby included in that? Oh, What's your course, rugby yeah. heritage? Yeah, uh, I've, uh, I've always uh, gone and watched uh, rugby, uh, usually try and get two or three games in a season or I watch it on the t- I watch Six Nations on the telly who's your local team then have you got a club Saracens yeah. okay go and watch Saracens yeah go and watch Glory the Saris, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the opposite to <laughs> Farnborough isn't it really <laughs> must be well, tough yeah. for you yeah. must be true. great if Nigel Ray took over Farnborough <laughs> that'd be brilliant what a collection oh, of memorabilia anyone, they have as well anyone yeah. yeah did you ever play I played at school, yeah. But, uh, I, oh, I, you sort of second row? Or no, I was, actually, I was actually the hooker. Really? I was, I, was, I was only five foot two until I, I, until I was 16, and then I grew about a foot in two years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was always in, in, the, in the scrum with everyone on top of me, yeah, pushing me, pushing, in, pushing me into the mud as they stood up, yeah. Well, what about you, Andy? Did you ever play at school? No, I never played at school. I, never, I didn't go to that sort of school, really. We were football school. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were, but it's funny, I was, I was listening to this. Uh, Carl Sinkler's old teacher was on TV this morning saying that they mm. came to him, the boys came to her, should I say, and said, look, miss, can we have a rugby team? We think we've got enough rugby. And it was a bit like that at our school. Really? That's great. Yeah, we did, basically somebody said, oh, few of them want to play rugby. So this, one of the teachers said, yeah, okay. And we started playing. And then one day we beat the teachers. It was our greatest. <laughs> oh, was that a great Greatest achievement. <laughs> well, we used to have football first term and mm. rugby second term and then af- athletics and cricket in the third term. Yeah. We had polo. We had your polo ponies. <laughs> we were on the back of Rottweilers <laughs> riding around with sledgehammers. It's a slightly different setup in our flats, definitely. So uh, we're going to have a chat with uh, Steve Thompson, Kieran Bracken, the boys of 2003. And uh, the guys have got some tales uh, of that World Cup. I mean, imagine, what, would it, what is it like sort of less than 24 hours before you play the biggest game of your life oh very um, yeah imagine and, and what are you getting up really? to so uh, actually steve got a very funny story about that so we'll be chatting to him shortly we will chat to our very own neil manthorpe rugby commentator and pundit we'll head over to south africa to see what the mood is uh, there as we said aldo zilli will be joining us uh, as well and uh, also we'll have the clips of the week um more from andy of course later on andy smart motty's here for the falls panel martin kellner pops over to twickenham as well and as we said a number of churches around the country mm. will be showing the game including one just down the road in Wimbledon from uh, Twickenham and they're going to have a celebrity panel wow in, the, in the church <laughs> you've got a South African really? and an English uh, okay. pundit and then they'll come well, on are they vicars like South show, African vicar and English vicar no. I don't think they are and then they'll be showing the game and then uh, I don't know what happens after that <laughs> tremendous now well, over the bread and wine yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's true really go easy on the bread <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we uh, over the period of that Eddie Jones has been in charge yeah we were, we were often he's a brilliant coach isn't he of course yeah. his record whenever we're in a spit Pavlov's dog whenever we hear yeah. somebody say Eddie well, Jones I do it in the car when yeah. I'm driving along listening to you guys in the car and yeah. if any, or even any Anyone mentions Eddie Jones, I just go, Eddie Jones. Yeah, Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. <laughs> Eddie Jones. So Eddie Jones. I did a series of songs over the period, especially when he first came, That yeah. uh, in the style of Eddie Jones. Yeah. And we, I, we thought that the producer and I, we, we've dug them out. Yeah. And I did, I've done a new one for the end of the show. It's a special one, but we'll save that. Okay. So uh, <laughs> he's laughing because it was really terrible. Right. Not that the others aren't. He's and, always uh, out of time. He's got no... I mean, the, the producer's <laughs> a musician. 
Yeah, um, sort of. So, but I know he he's is. a musicologist. So imagine like having to produce you when you're singing. Must be like fingers down a blackboard because you have no. So you, you I don't no want to see concert. fingers down a blackboard. Thank you very much. I prefer to see him at Lords. That's a long. That's, that's it. a very, long story. That's very in. <laughs> right. Okay. So what are we going to hear then? It's uh, what? Are you, oh, it's um, oh, it's Tom. It's, it's an old Tom and Eddie. It's a Tom Jones song. Yeah. Uh, here we go then, and we'll be back shortly with uh, Steve Thompson and Kieran Bracken. Together now. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. But when I see you hanging about with anyone, it's not unusual to see me cry. I want to die. It's not unusual to go out. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. We're joined by one but two World Cup winners, two of England's boys of 2003, Steve Thompson and Kieran Bracken. Guys, lovely to see you. How you doing? Thanks big, for coming. Big fan in. of this show, aren't we? Yeah, yeah exactly. Looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. God bless you. Now, um, <laughs> less than 24 hours to go now. Can you, can you take us back and you think back to what the mood was like in the camp in Australia ahead of that game? Um, well, obviously quite a bit of nerves and it was quite funny because we didn't train for the last two weeks did we Clive didn't want any injuries so he made everyone walk <laughs> in training and yeah. stuff like it was like right no one no one's allowed to run no one's allowed to do anything and the worst thing is me if I walk I get fat really fat <laughs> yeah, especially when you like a buffet dinner all the time so I used to just, like sit look at Josh Lucy who could eat whatever he was known as the human dustbin <laughs> and I try and do the same and I can remember I went from 118 kilos to 126 kilos <laughs> in those two weeks and it was like fine we don't care what happens after the World Cup but you know you've just got to stay fit you can't get injured I'm like but I'm going to be and rolling kept, around and you've kept it on uh, yeah, <laughs> so really well <laughs> but it was funny, he is right. I mean, he was very petrified of having injuries to the likes of uh, Johnny Wilkinson. But watching Martin Johnson trying to contain himself in this walking rugby was hilarious. But he was getting so aggressive. So, yeah, no, it was very nervous times. But I think we got it just right. And, and I have to say, it's, it's very different. But we, di- we didn't actually have this perfect World Cup that everyone remembers. Mm. We stuttered through all the way to the final, even in the final when we should have been out of sight. You know, actually, uh, we didn't play that well until, you know, the well, last drop you, of the game. You look at it, really. It was, you know, the big thing for us was Richard Hill. You know, for me, not many people talk about him, but he was our best player. Everyone mm. talks about Johnny and, you know, Dawes talks about himself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, Richard Hill for us was our main man, really. And he got yeah. injured in that first game. And normally they would have sent him home because they knew he was only going to be fit for if we got to the semi-final. Mm. And still, you know all the players there's not one that turned around and said no no let's get him out of the squad and bring a new yeah. player in if he's going to be fit we need him there and we played quite badly in, in the group stages our best performance was France really in the semi-final yeah. mm. and there was you know one of those he it was his first match back and he was just superb and a lot of people talk about all the other names in the team in the squad but for me he was the standout person and in the final he, he was superb who's I'm the equivalent sorry but who's yeah. the equivalent in this team I think you're looking at it now you're looking at probably Underhill, really, you know, yeah. he's, he's been superb again. He's, he, you know, and they are talking him up now, and they're doing him. Him and Curry have been outstanding. You know, Curry's 21 years old. It's just ridiculous, just when you see him. But Underhill to me is just an animal. You, you see him; he's got that hard edge, and he, you know, sometimes yeah. he does put in a, a late hit or something like that. But that's what you want from your back row. If you're going to win a World Cup, you've got to have an outstanding back row, and that's exactly what we've got. Mm. And what's really similar to the 2003 World Cup back row, and that. 
people hark back to that and say that's the perfect balanced back row. You've got Lawrence Delalio, the ball carry, you've got Neil back, the scavenger, and then you've got Richard Hill with his talents. Well, look at England now at the moment. Billy Vanapola, big ball carrier. He's going to bash people around. You've got Underhill, who's a workhorse, and, and, and obviously Curry as well, who's going to run around. So it's, it seems very, very similar to the 2003 back row. Which one's better, though? That's a, yeah. that's a question. Now, you would got yourself, Steve, uh, and into a bit of a, um, a kind of pattern of doing things in the build-up to the final. And you, you, you kind of were doing a lot of very similar things from a superstition point of view, but... Uh, that nearly hit the buffers, didn't it, before the final? Yeah, it did. Um, Lewis Moody and I always go to the cinema the day before the match. So, you know, we were there in, in Manly. Did it matter what you saw or just, no, just anything? Just, 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 cinema. Cinema. just yeah. Yeah. Okay. For me, again, it's round food. I was never allowed sweets. You used to have lists of the fat boys, like, and my name was always in bright red letters. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't allowed any room service and I wasn't allowed oh, the no. desserts. <laughs> so if I went to the cinema, I could get all the sweets. So that was, that was my target, really. <laughs> Um, so we went, went up to the cinema, it was totally closed, and we st started, Lewis definitely started panicking. You know, he's not the cleverest of people, and when he's out <laughs> of routine, that's him really worried. So um, we, we got there, and we was banging on the door, banging on the door, and this student type was there, and he sort of opened the door, and oh, sorry, we're closed. And Lewis like, you, you can't be closed. I've got <laughs> to watch a film. I'm going to watch a film. <laughs> so in the end, I think we paid about 100 and, 100 and $150 for him to open up and, and put a film on for us. <laughs> what was it? Can you remember? It was Sea Biscuit. Oh, yeah. Oh, the horse. Sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I was looking through. I was trying to go through and it's, it was Sea Biscuit. And um, so I'm sat there with my sweets. But he made us, he charged us for the sweets as well. And then as we went and walked up, he went, oh, you're not going to pay for the tickets? <laughs> so we gave him 150. Bet, yeah, people have all sorts of different superstitions. I remember Mark Regan at one stage, he, he, he was wearing these jockey underpants which were disgusting <laughs> and I said why I said well, he said why do you wear those every single game he goes I, I, I not only wear them I don't wash them because oh. I scored a couple of tries in these <laughs> oh and since dear. then I've worn them every, and I've never washed them and I'm like oh my god a year later oh. um, but yeah do you know what so they're in the museum at Twickenham yeah. 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 Really. in a special case yeah, yeah. in a lead lime case yeah. Yeah. they walked in themselves yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but watch them as they walk out at, at the weekend um, for, for the match on, on Saturday watch what they do some of them you know sign of the Cross, someone will touch the ground, some of them want to be at the back, some of them and everyone has their own little way of wanting to go into this game. Did you have one, Kieran? Did you have a thing? Um, uh, uh, not really, because I, every time I tried something and it worked, and then it worked again, and then it failed. So I did the sign of the cross, and I was like, this is great, and then I had a terrible game. We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> you know, and then I'd, I'd, I'd wear gloves sometimes, and then I'd play really well, and really bad as hell. They're not working. So I was always changing it. After a while, I just said, Kieran, just leave it. It has yeah. no relevance. But the reason why people do it is they're just trying to to grab that feeling of, of when they're playing well and try and replicate it. That's what it's all about. Mm. Kieran, I want to ask you about Ben Spencer, because you were a scrum yes. half. This is the boy that's been flown in because yeah. Willie Hines yeah. was injured. And what A, what would that be like for him? And B, what happens if he's called into action after five yeah. minutes? Say, heaven forbid. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was surprised that he wasn't in the squad anyway. I mean, Will mm. Hines, um, a good player, but but Ben Spence has a cracking season for Saracens. Very dangerous and and. Strangely, I think he's the only uh, team, England, the only team without three World Cup scrum halves. Right? Eddie Jones has done this in the past with Japan when he was coaching there, and I think with South Africa when he was a uh, uh, consultant there. But strangely, he's gone for two scrums, which means both players have to be involved in every single game, and that's dangerous. So clearly, we've got an injury now. Ben Spencer's flown over. I think it's great uh, for him, certainly for Ben Spencer, but I think he can add a lot of value. I know there might be a bit of jet lag. 
but he's a cracking player. If he gets on, I think his speed of service is better than Ben Young's and he will be very dangerous on the break. So I think it's a great addition, actually, and, and, and I'm wishing him all the best. I hope he gets yeah, on. Yeah, what a story that would be. Yeah, uh, Steve, amazing. We've, we've heard a lot about uh, Farrow and Farrow on the work he's been doing and uh, Jamie just said he's looking forward to Friday night when he goes around and talks to the boys. I mean, was that, was that John O's role in, yeah. in 2003? Was, was, he, was he the kind of inspirational figure i used to love it because as the week went on like clive would be there at the beginning um and then jono would sort of take over as the week went on and the the, the, the drivers of the team you know the head of defense head of attack but then suddenly it's like jono's final word on the meeting so they'd always show us an inspirational video which i always quite liked it was like us carrying the ball well highlights from films. do you get sweets with it no no exactly yeah <laughs> sea biscuit winning. Yeah, the, fat, the fat boys did you know, we got sat at the back um, but um and it was brilliant and then suddenly you know all the coaches would go out and it was literally just the players left and mm. then Jono would go through he'd sit there but a couple of times you could see him like yeah. it, 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 only a couple of times he sort of hit the table and you could just say he wanted to play there and then he'd yeah, sort of yeah. get himself up and he'd like and he'd, the old Ferengi face would come in and stuff like that and he'd start like scowling at people and I'd be like it was brilliant those meetings I look forward to the most because he used to say the right thing at the right yeah. time and it was always very very simple and it was what we're going to do in the game. This is what we're going to do, guys. And everyone just believed in him. And I think when you look at Owen Farrell, he's got that authority. You can see it in his eyes. It was great watching him with a hacker, wasn't it? But but I, I've no idea how similar they are as, as captains. But but for Martin Johnson, he was just, just the best. And, and, and strangely, you know, he understood the game more than I ever, any player I've ever yeah. come across. Half-time, anything going wrong, he always knew what to say. He was a geek. He was. Jono is yeah. a geek. Yeah. Uh, he, was, he was the lad at school that would have walked around with a briefcase. <laughs> and, and, and it's hung up on if, if he was like tiny they would have hung him up and all this sort of thing I don't think anyone awful. would bully him but exactly with Jono he's yeah. like he's, he's, he loves yeah. his NFL he is yeah, he, he, does, he yeah. just yeah, knows all the stats all that I can remember once I was on, in a bar in New Zealand about 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and suddenly I start hearing this conversation going on in the background about the ancient wonders of the world <laughs> and I'm literally just turning around you saying, can't add value there can yeah, you no, exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked around just to say what is going like we're out here drinking and, you're, and suddenly it was Jono's Oh, yeah, yeah, really good, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I didn't know that, John. There was a big difference, though, with the 2003 World Cup. There were more than one leaders in the side. So yeah. there, was, there was Jason Leonard, who was a leader, Lawrence Delalio, who was a leader, Johnny Wilkinson, uh, Will Greenwood. So everyone had, had captaining the Matt Dawson captaining the I'd captaining Lots of players were leaders. You look at this England team, and that's one thing Eddie Jones has struggled with. Mm. Where are the leaders, especially when we're struggling? Mm. Mm. But obviously, Owen Farrell's a big leader. George Ford clearly is almost like a vice captain, another sub leader. In the past, I'm not sure there's as many leaders. No. Maratoji looks like he could be a leader. Mm. Um, but it'd be interesting thing when things are going wrong, whether they can write it with yeah. the right people on the pitch. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Good afternoon. Welcome to the George Pub in Twickenham with our good friends at Green King ahead of the uh, World Cup final tomorrow. And uh, that music, of course, signals a slightly earlier arrival mm, yes. uh, of squad number nine, Martin Kellner, who's going to give us a week of sport on TV. Martin, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's lovely to be here. It's in, uh, not Twickenham. the first time we've both been in Twickenham together. No. We went to the Rugby League World Cup. We Rugby League Rugby World League Cup. World. Final. Oh, okay. No, the Challenge Cup. Challenge Cup. Final. That's yeah. right. When Wembley was being redeveloped yeah. and everything, we they had it here one year. What game was it? Who um, was playing? Can you remember? It was Bradford. Uh, Bradford versus. Oh, I can't remember. But the old Bradford Bulls fans getting quite misty-eyed to hear that. Or they certainly <laughs> were. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It was definitely Bradford Bulls. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because they took it to a few places when Wembley wasn't yeah. available. They went to uh, Murrayfield a few times, mm. the Millennium Stadium, and uh, just once I think they came here. Yeah. And that was the only time I've ever been to Wembley. Wimbledon, um, sorry, Twickenham. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Wimbledon a few times. But the only time I've ever been to Twickenham, and I was shocked to see there's a pound land here. Really? Who's shopping mm. at Poundland? I mean, Gemma, I, Co- Gemma Collins. Oh, yeah, she's, she's just got a new... Well, it's a long story. But she's going to be the face of Poundland. She's getting considerably more than a pound to do it. So, really? Yes, yeah. 1.1 uh, million of them yeah. she's getting. Well, good to see. Anyway, there's a Poundland here. I've yep. also got a glass of water with a slice of lemon in. Which oh, I'm yeah, ne- that's, that's Twickenham. That is Twickenham. I've never had Twickenham. that before. <laughs> that's very true. Don't um, do that in the beautiful Garden City of Leeds. They certainly... Well, they do. There's the odd place. Yes, of course. Michael Thingy has got the man behind the curtain. Yeah. well-known restaurant. Yes, I'm nice. Yeah. So, and that's you getting a free starter then, is it? <laughs> yes, well, 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 I would hope so, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the very least. At the very least. Um, what yeah. did you watch, Martin? Well, I, was, I mean, obviously the Rugby Union World Cup has, mm. and I'm still the only person in Britain calling it the Rugby Union World <laughs> Cup, but it's not entirely escapement notice. Yeah. Um, and I watched, uh, I watched some of the coverage, some of the build-up on uh, Sky News, mm. Um, ITV, of course, they're expecting their record uh, morning audience tomorrow. Yeah. It will be... Bigger the, than Lorraine. The, yeah. <laughs> bigger than Richard Arnold interviewing Boyzone. Yeah. So it is going to be uh, a huge morning audience then. But I've been watching the build-up on Sky News. Mm. I was interested this morning. They, they were in the fan zone and interviewed uh, one of the fans who was there. And he said so immediately after the uh, victory over the All Blacks, he went straight onto the internet, got flights out to Tokyo, hotel in Tokyo, mm. tickets for the game. I want to know where he got his money from. Yeah. I mean, you're talking there, that second or third mortgage. Yeah, 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 all yeah. That. yeah. Um, Perhaps he made Prince Harry. 
Well, it, it must have be. been. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's people who follow this sport are a touch money, don't they? Really? Well, They're some are. That's the that's the reputation yeah. that they have. Of course, they always well, when rugby league fans engage them in that conversation, they mm. usually turn around and say, "No, we are just like their you. monocle just, pops out their eyes." Just, and <laughs> say, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is probably anyway. I shall ask the Sky News reporter when she arrives home next week. That's oh yes, of course. Arthur Kelly, any relation? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's indeed. Right. Um, I tell you what I watched. Uh, you know, I like to uh, do a mix of council TV. You know, the stuff that yeah, we you're famous for it. Yeah, yeah, a mix of council TV <laughs> and Netflix and Amazon <laughs> yeah. Prime. So on, uh, yes, yeah, uh, channels one, two, three, four, five. That's council TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. And sometimes you get all that other stuff and I watch. <laughs> Um, so, but I, I watched the short game on Netflix. I don't know whether either of you have seen that. No, um, it's a clever pun. <clears throat> the short game in that the players are seven and eight years old. Right, and it's this um, tournament. I know. Are you aware of the tournament in Pinehurst, uh, North Carolina? No. Well, in Pinehurst, North Carolina, every year they have the kids' world championship, and it's you know it's as serious as the Open. I mean, it's it's huge event. Wow. Uh, and it's all when you watch one of these American shows with uh, with kids, you always sort of, especially kids playing golf, you think mm, a little bit precocious. Yeah, so there's a lot of precocity there. I wondered what sport it was. I was thinking, is this basketball? Yeah. That'll be that'll be great. No, it's yeah. golf. 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 Yeah. Golf. Yeah, okay. yeah, the short game. It's, yeah, uh, normally the short to, game. Yeah. The short game. Yeah. Not short people so, playing a game. Short people playing the game. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. uh, we'll go through it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Mum. I was with Basically, you, Basically, no, I'm there. I'm there now. Yeah, yeah. I should know that, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, I always thought you did being a, a presenter of a, a hit show on uh, Talk Sports, <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, really? the world's biggest um, <laughs> sports radio station. Um, but anyway, so they have this tournament in Pinehurst, North Carolina. You said bitterly big, as a man who works big, on talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, fight. Do you want to take this outside? Turn the table over and walk out. Yeah. Go on. Um, anyway, so it's in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Yeah. Amongst the big names taking part you think these are kids who are seven and eight years old phenomenal something yeah. absolutely phenomenal um and one of them is alan kornikova now, any relation precisely yeah. alan. yes alan kornikova alan with two l's <laughs> really and uh he he's he won it in the tournament coming up to this one which i think was the 2013 one so the documentary's been around for a bit very highly thought of i looked i read some of the reviews of the documentary um, but Alan Kornikova is uh, the uh, brother of uh, Anna Kornikova. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. The, the mum. It's interesting. Anna and Alan, they went down that yeah, route. It's a strange, it? yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. strange to call their yeah. kid Alan, really. Yeah. Well, the, the monogrammed handkerchiefs or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's handy. But, um, yeah, the mum makes a bit of an appearance as well. Right. And, is she a um, sort of pushy sport mum or not? Very, very pushy well, sport. Well, you'd imagine so. Yeah, 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 really. yeah you'd think so. Professional <laughs> tennis player and would be golf professional. And the, yeah. the kid's very pushy, um, Alan. But strangely endearing. You know, he was. He was, he's already planned his routine for when he wins the Masters. You know, he's going to what take gonna his do? hat off right. and there's all that. And he talked about how... Um, they all take their hat off, though, don't they? Yes, they do. But he, they show the hat you, hair. They show you the hat hair and the line. They've always got that line yes, across their right. forehead. Yeah, the well, he's line. looking forward to it. I mean, he's already <laughs> he's pictured... forward to a line across his yes, forehead. Yes, he's pictured the line, <laughs> he's pictured everything. <laughs> Is that when you know you've arrived at a professional... <laughs> professional golfer when you've got a line across your forehead mm. and hat hair. Precisely. Yeah. Well, he's pictured the whole thing. And uh, he's also pictured what he's going to do with all his money. He's got a, a big house and he's got a swimming pool. Uh, and it's bizarre when you see an eight-year-old kid got it all planned out. And you, you watch him play and you <clears> think, well, he's going to get all that. 
Right. It really is. It's not a pipe dream. Yeah. So I don't know whether, you know... You He's only 14 now, so we wouldn't know, really, would yeah. we? Yeah. 2013. He'd be... Yeah, he would be 14. Well, well done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I should have done the math. And yeah. he's had um, 10 minutes to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, had, he's had one of his uh, shoes and socks off as well to work <laughs> yeah. it out. So, yeah. so, so it, it, <laughs> he wasn't the only one. I was always interested... I was interested in the background of some of these people, yeah. these kids. He wasn't the only one to have a famous sort of background. There was Fred um, Borg, was there? No, I'll tell you who there was. Yeah. There was, um, I've forgotten his first name now, but there was a kid okay. called... Uh, How Val- soon forgotten. Indeed. Uh, oh, I've got his name. His name is Augustine Valeri, because some of these, the golfers came from all over the world. Yeah. Augustine Valeri, and he's the great-grandson of the poet Paul Valeri. Oh, wow. Paul Valeri, um, <laughs> who was one of the last of the great French symbolists. Do you know, I don't know much of it. You got, do you know, can you recite a bit of Paul Valeri? He was on TalkSport last week. Yeah. <laughs> he was. Well, Why don't you come on over... Valeri, was that one of his? No, it wasn't. Sometimes I go that's out. A, that's, a, that's a cracking track. By myself on a look across the water. Was that one of his? No, play it. Put it on. It's a good one. Uh, no, his best-known poem is called Le Jeune Pac, oh, which I yeah. think means the wrong, young park, as far as I know. Anyway, yeah. so it's a cracking documentary. Yeah. It's on Netflix. We should watch it. great thing about Netflix is that you can... Um, I, I used to, you know, it, it said select genres. I just select sport, and you mm. get all sorts of rubbish Disney films. But... <laughs> Well, you do, you know, Disney yeah. baseball films. And dogs all that catching sort of. frisbees. Dogs ca- yeah, that's yeah, sort dogs of thing. catching frisbees. You don't yeah. want that. So, uh, but you can now go sports documentaries. And there's a whole pile of them. Brilliant. And they're all, so if there's a sports documentary about American sport, especially, there's loads of them on Netflix, um, which helps me because some weeks there's nothing I can talk to you about. It's very, very useful. We've so. run out of time. You're joking? No, I know. We've just come all this way, and that's have it. Got, have we got. Can we get? 30, can we squeeze thirty seconds out? Martin, I watched the gaffer. Uh, the What's gaffer, the gaffer? The gaffer. That's on BT Sport Films. Oh and yeah. The gaffer was about people who manage in the uh, lower leagues. Oh yeah, it's very so good. So we, uh, yeah, we had Neil Smith on there. Of course, he's at Bromley, I think, at the moment, and he was talking a lot about a community, about the community work that Bromley do. These apparently do loads of community work, and we saw him out in the community, but he seemed to be doing his own shop at Waitrose, and then he went into <laughs> London. Where maybe some of the community, as it were, uh, do their shopping, yeah. which I thought was—I um, might be wrong. I might be wrong. Yeah. He, seemed, he seemed a lovely guy, and I'm sure he wouldn't. Well, it's working. Uh, they top of the top of the uh, league, top of the national, of the league, national league. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. on fire. He was—he seemed impressive to me. Yeah, maybe yes. they're sponsored by Waitrose. It's possible. It could yeah. be or Londis. Or Londis. Or Londis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Welcome back to the George in Twickenham. It's Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport, the head of the Rugby World Cup final. And, of course, immortality could await uh, Eddie Jones That's right, uh, yeah. if uh, England win the World Cup uh, tomorrow. And uh, we're big fans of Eddie. We're more, we're more big fans of saying, yeah, Eddie Jones, yeah, Eddie whenever Jones. people say his name. Um, and, Andy, you decided uh, over a period of time to uh, do some famous songs in the style of Eddie Jones. Yeah, didn't some you? by people called Jones and some by people who've got gr- and that was the criteria. <laughs> that was it, really. Yeah. All right then. Well, uh, maybe the, the the latter, from what you said, then uh, is Tom Waits. That's right. Yeah, Tom Waits for no man. Um, and uh, you did a version of his song, "New Coat of Paint." Uh, Andy Smart, you've not heard any of these Eddie Jones no, no. songs, have you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're in for a treat. Well, this was one of my favourite songs till I did this. <laughs> it's one of mine now. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you'll never hear it the same no. way again. Here we go. He's then. done it again. Take it away, <laughs> Eddie. <laughs>
true. Less singing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is quite. It's not my fault. Blame Tom. He's the one that did it. We've got the sax solo now. I saw him at Ronnie Scott's in 1979. What, John Kelly? Here we go. On this lonesome old town. We'll be knocking them down. Why is it so high? It's like Eddie Jones and Eddie Jones. You wear a dress, I'll wear a tie. We'll laugh at that old bloodshot moon in that burgundy sky. It sounds, it sounds like when they did an Australian remake of Steptoe. Don't leave me, Harold. I'm an old man. That was quite terrible, Ed. Well, thank you. Which won't stop I, us, I, I do won't, agree. Which won't stop us playing out with a bit of Norwich Joel. Well, I've got my new one that I recorded oh, yesterday. great. Yes, okay, well, you're going to have to play Cadigan that. Or- Orchestra. <laughs> you're going to have to play that in front of John Taylor and Mike Bovell. I, I had so to go, with that. I had to go at the fruit machine during the break. Not this break, the one before. Oh, yeah, fruit, no. Fruitless. Yeah, you know, no hopeless. wins. Please gamble no, I responsibly. I don't even understand them. I'll put, I'll put the pound. <laughs> yeah. And then all these things start happening. You think, well, I don't know. Well, they've become... <laughs> they've become... You weren't... Did you nudge? Did you not nudge? <laughs> no, I didn't nudge. They've become so much more complicated now. <laughs> you have to have a degree to be People like to you, <laughs> really. What can you do? So, Andy, so you're going to be... You're off to Leeds. Yeah, I'm going to uh, babysit the grandkids, yeah. my partner's grandkids. Yeah. Uh, Luke, Logan, Violet and Annabelle. And, right. uh, and then uh, I'm, I'm off to see Pontefract Colliers versus Trafford tomorrow afternoon. For the non-league For the players. non-league, For the non-league, non-league papers, yeah. Yeah. What's... what's the expectation the big match preview game day well Pontefract it's, it's, it's a war of the roses isn't it yeah of course Between, it is yeah, yeah Pontefract and Trafford yeah so I'm, I'm just looking forward to it's great because Farnborough season's over yet again in October <laughs> so this gives me a chance to go all over the country watching uh, football I mean, in fact I, I'm going up to Beverly on the 9th uh, of November and I haven't got a game around the Beverly Hollow area so right. if anyone wants to tweet me uh, um Wait, game what, Ghoul the, Town, the is it? Ghoul Two Town, weeks, is it? Area? Uh, yeah, Ghoul Town, yeah, or one of those. Uh, yeah. Because uh, Hebden Bridge, but they're... they're I oh know not a Ferrenby is it or Ferren- North Ferrenby North Ferrenby yeah. I think oh, I think they've folded though so have they but any, yeah if yes, anyone's got any idea where Danny Cowley night. said after that brilliant win that yeah, Lincoln had I'm going just concentrating on North, North Ferrenby as Danny Cowley kept <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah was a semi-professional club North Ferrenby you're right they've, they've, they've yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know it's very sad maybe they've got a Phoenix club you can go and watch maybe yeah brilliant but on the other end of the spectrum for sort of amateur football or semi-professional football is the World Series and yes, I'm a big you, fan of baseball. Yes, now you, because of your hours that you work, I was saying to you before the show, it's I, perfect for us because yes, uh, we is. get back from the store about half ten, and then you're wide awake from all the adrenaline, and it's just perfect just to sit and watch a game of baseball. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it was uh, Washington Nationals uh, versus the. Yeah, it was such Astros. a weird World Series because uh, every every game was won by the away team, which is, has never happened before. So yeah. it was just it was incredible. So. Um, Houston took a 2-0 lead down in uh, at, I mean Nationals took a 2-0 two, two lead at Houston mm. then they came back for the three games uh, at Washington and they lost all three of those and then they won the last two games in Houston and uh, uh, the game six and game seven were just fantastic to watch. Yeah. Are you, are you, do you follow the national? You into the nationals, or were you? Well, I've got you were my, rooting for them. My, yeah, my friend Tim uh, goes regularly to see.
see them. And um, so he asked me, uh, he, he asked me which was my favourite uh, player for the Nationals. And I said Suzuki because he's the the catcher and he's he's always giggling and smiling. And so he, I got sent a lovely uh, national shirt with uh, Suzuki across the back. Oh, so, very good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's why I was rooting for him. No, I'm a, I'm a Mets fan, really. But okay. Mets haven't done anything since 1986. But it's interesting with baseball how they manage to keep. The, the, the balance of competition between teams. I mean, the Yankees haven't won anything since 2009, but they're yeah, definitely yeah. the richest team. Yeah. I mean, it's not like football in Europe or in or here where, you know, it's no, the draft system dom- really yeah. works in keeping it more level, yeah. Except mm. in the NFL where the Patriots just win every way that <laughs> yeah. they just win. And but. meanwhile, in the NBA, we feel like we have bought a golden state. We were joined by the uh, general manager. He came and saw us in the studio. They've moved, they've moved across the bay into this brand spanking new stadium in San Francisco. Oh, wow. I think they've won one out of four, haven't they? And Steph Curry's broken his hand. It's oh all dear. it's all falling apart from you. Think it's the end, don't you? And it's the end. Well, of that, it's that very period. hard in American sports yeah, to have yeah. a, what they call a dynasty. Yeah. 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 it is difficult. <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah, yeah, because because of the draft system. Yeah. So, are you enjoying writing your column for the non-league paper? I am. It's it's a joy. I went to see uh, the rearranged Haringey versus uh, Yeovil FA yeah. Cup first round on Tuesday and, night. Uh, yeah. On Tuesday, and it was fantastic. And the Haringey fans were uh, brilliant they just sang the whole way through they had some great songs like um <laughs> a bus stop in Tottenham we're just a bus stop in Tottenham and uh, and sing if you're harring gay sing if you're happy that that's way that's good isn't it and they, that is uh, yeah. good and they would, they would it was uh, there was like a Woodside High School would brought a load of kids down and they'd all made banners saying give racism the red cars and, wow. and the Oval fans that were there were very you know respectful and and, and, uh, and the game was played in great spirit and um, you couldn't tell the difference between the two teams even though there were two divisions in it but um, Yeovil ended up winning 3-0 they were just just a bit too good right Steve Thompson was saying to me before the match they were talking about the fact that the RFU mm-hmm. haven't taken out insurance you probably saw this story yeah. on, pay, on, on player bonuses on player bonuses yeah. so if England do win tomorrow it's going to cost them 6 million so can we have a whip round because we're in between <laughs> I'll just drop the money yeah. in at the end of the show see, I mean, yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> the RFU they need a few quid from us it's resting in my account yeah, yeah I know so Andy you are uh, the comedy store are you still there You're be yeah still there. doing the comedy store and uh, Obviously, uh, we're up in Beverly on the, the 9th at the East Riding Theatre, and uh, and then we're off to Hong Kong uh, the day after that. We fly out there, which is going to be interesting. Yeah. Do it improv amongst the riots. Yeah, so yeah. that'd be good. Fantastic. And uh, non-league papers out, what what days it come out? It comes out on Sundays, yeah. Sundays and Mondays you can get it. So uh, I'm in every fortnight. So okay. uh, I might get bumped this week because there's so many FA Vars and FA Trophy games, so I might get put back a week. But yeah, no, it's 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 a lot of fun writing for them. I can get you on the National Obsession. It's a podcast. <laughs> yes, talky podcast. Well, I, I keep mentioning it. <laughs> yeah. It's been, what, two years now they haven't had me on? They don't want you. I don't think they want me. Yeah. He says he's building up to <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, thanks for popping down. We no, do appreciate it. Cheers, Andy. Take journey up to, uh, to yeah, and enjoy the Pontefract uh, yes. Trafford game. I can't wait. Now, uh, before you go, though, have a look at this. No, uh, once again, Eddie Jones, this time with oh, right, his, yeah, his yeah. young daughter. <laughs> not a lot of people know that. Well, it's not, of course. Nora Jones. <laughs> Nora Jones. Uh, this is Nora Jones. And uh, her hit, Don't Know Why, murdered by Andy Jacobs, uh, is Eddie Jones. Is. I don't even remember. I bet you can't find the key. That's often your problem. Yeah. No ear for <laughs> when me. When to what come in? Wait till you hear my last one. Wait, wait, wait till I saw this. You waited till she came in. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't come. 
No, I don't like this. <laughs> I'm feeling. I feel weird. This is Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talksport. Facts of the week coming up next. Yeah, well done, Nora. I wish that I could fly away. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Right. So we're just going to wrap things up we here. Are, uh, yes. One more song from Eddie Jones, Andy. One more song from Eddie Jones. And this I recorded. This is my latest uh, single, Me yeah. and Eddie. We recorded it last night. Nice. It's uh, it's very appropriate. The Louis Armstrong classic. It's a Louis Armstrong classic by, uh, by a great Eddie Jones. Yeah, okay. And he sings it in that here style. It is. Here uh, it is. You can probably guess what it is. It's really I see trees green Red roses too. Key change already. I see them bloom. Another key change. For me and you, yeah, look. It's like jazz. And I think to myself. It's short. It is, yeah. What a wonderful World Cup final. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Uh, Fair enough. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talksport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll return to the studio, the safety of the studio on Monday from one. Thanks for uh, listening. Don't forget the eight, uh, the uh, Clips of the Week podcast is also available to download from where you got this one. Uh, it should be there now. So have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talksport. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.